So, you know, we had this kid over there. I don't want to go and say his name. Yeah, um, I was going to say don't say his name. We'll just say he's a sim. I don't even know what his name is, so, you know. I'll, We're not going to make him a celebrity. We don't do that real news. He goes <laughs> over there, and he goes and shoots up the school with a shotgun and a revolver, both mm-hmm. of which, you know, they want to go and say, oh, they are 15. That's a weapon of war. You know, you can buy revolvers in Canada. You can buy shotguns in Canada. Yep. You know, these aren't even like super restricted. Like, you know, maybe it had to be a larger revolver, but it doesn't take much to go and cut down a revolver. But even then, like, you know, it, like a revolver is a 38 revolver. That's a, that's a tiny round. I got one of those. It's not like, it, like, this really shows that it's not the gun, it's the person who causes the issues. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of destroys a leftist narrative that's like, you know, all, it's, all the assault rifles, we need to ban these. Because now you're going to start seeing the left start to go and just, we need to go and ban all guns. Because obviously it's not assault weapons. Yep. These weren't assault weapons that were used. So, like a shot, it was a pump action shotgun. Like, dude, like even Joe Biden has like a shotgun. Oh, like, yeah. And he made that. Remember that video where he says, you know, when somebody's coming to his house, he's like, I'll take that shotgun and fire twice in the air and fire two warning shots. Joe, the gun's empty. <laughs> Yeah, and that then that would end up getting you Great. arrested, which actually end up getting like yeah, the it's very illegal. I saw a story about that because she fired a warning shot. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. It's reckless endangerment. Yeah, but you know this this over here, and here's the really weird thing with this. We're going a deep dive. We're going to bring this into the foundry. Going, <laughs> going forge this a little bit. The foundry. This whole, yes. We go and uh, discuss this. <laughs> I can hear some bottle caps f- getting flung off an egg the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm That's when you know we're in the foundry. Smell those over here. Yeah. But here's the issue over over with this. So our school system in America, we have a terrible school system. Like, Well, the first thing is I feel like this kid, I remember seeing that. Like, Even the teachers were bullying him. I saw like someone reported that. Really? The teacher was yeah, he was like making fun for smelling bad, stuff like that. And this guy was on the football team, really? and then he goes to the school. Yeah, and he goes into school with like these edgy like trench coat. <laughs> he had like apparently like uh, boots, black boots, signs, and like a uh, iron cross on there, trying to be some like edge lord, like some Nazball mass shooter or something <laughs> like that. Like the memes became alive. Because, I mean, yep. it's, like, this guy's just going in there being all edgy, and then he goes, you know, he's, he's on a football team. But the thing is, maybe there was some hazing going on. You know, maybe, obviously there must have been something else going on. His dad said that he's been bullied. Penn State would know a thing or two about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's the issue with this. Like, what are we going to, you know, there's ways. We, I think there's a lot of ways we can prevent these things. Like, number one, of course, would be to limit the amount of areas that students can enter and exit the school. Yes. Definitely, especially I've, with these high schools and middle schools. Oh yeah, like mine, we had a we actually had a pretty good job with that. Like during the mornings, there'd be police over there, and there was like maybe one or two ways. There's like one or two you could enter or leave, mm. and there was police over there, and they were dri- they were driving around. And this is a good cost effective way to go and do it, because like and then after oh here's the thing too after like maybe from seven to seven forty five or whatever it was. They lock it. Then if you want to go into school, you, you can only go in through the main office. And then to go in, you have to go and ring the bell. Yep. And then they like let you in through this. Like, 
one set of doors and through they think it was like one door and then another door and they got in the office they had to go and sign in they go and exit through another door and that in that way you know if i was in charge of the school you come in late you know they go and take you in and if anything they go you sign in you come in and like i guess they could bring like a metal detector up to your up to your backpack if they wanted to you, they wouldn't even necessarily need it they could just like look at it or something or the or like if you're just a suspicious person because most of these people like all these people they look pretty suspicious like you see this yeah. guy yeah we're like, walking around a trench coat in a hot summer day it's kind of suspicious yeah if he's doing that then i'd go and examine i'd go and examine stuff you know if you're in a trench coat in most schools like you know why are you wearing a trench coat and you have not any of like uh you know this edgy stuff on there you know that that should raise alarm bells yeah, nobody wears a trench coat. Like I've never seen that, unless it's some edge lord like this is about to like do some crazy crap. My school banned those. You're not allowed to get in wear them. I don't think you really should have a trench coat at school. Yeah, it's not good for wearing at school. Don't wear that stuff. You know, and if you want to go, and if like let's say you have a phys ed class, they need to go to go and run the track or something. Then you go and press some buttons, and they let you out. Mm -hmm. The teacher has the code, and they'll go and record what teacher did it, and it would automatically close, like it would automatically lock, lock after you close the door. And this can all be done for less than like this is a very cheap solution, and it would be good. So not only does it prevent like school shooters from coming in, you know, especially ones who don't belong to the school district, but it also prevents you know like pedophiles from coming into the school, it prevents students from leaving the school illegally yeah and then like getting into trouble so this is very basic um basic probably maybe a thousand dollars maybe less on like depending on how much you really want to get into it it's like locking doors like if you have like a bunch of doors you just have like a set to like an automatic lock boom and you know they shouldn't be able to be like forced open very easily and then the um the windows in the classroom they should have like a dividers or something in there so that it'd be hard for like well actually i don't even think you really need anything for those those should be fine so i've never heard of anyone a school shooter like breaking in through a window yeah. like i've never heard of that you should have like maybe you know probably like one resource officer patrolling or like a police officer patrolling the outskirts of the school be around outside and there'd be at least one inside the school you know Mm -hmm. probably outside then you could have professors you know if professors could be armed themselves i think that'd be an easy thing to do if they're uh you know, pass a test they go and take a class they pass it and they're allowed to again bring their own weapon to school and that would be an easy solution if none of the teachers like have had any experience which i mean you'll usually find at least one one teacher who would be willing to do that like my school had a couple, you know, I had a couple professors with like or teachers with AR-15s at home, and like once a shotgun instructor. Wow! But wow. like everybody in my school would be afraid to touch one of those. All my teachers, they were so liberal. Well, you could go. Well, then hire more conservative teachers. That's I'd love that. <laughs> they they should go and hire ones who have like at least one. I think, I think you should be able to have. There should be a teacher. School shootings are done within like three minutes. There should be at least one teacher within one minute of each of walking distance of each part of the school who's armed. So, you know, if you're a big school, 
you might need like maybe three or four teachers. I was, you could always have more, you know, who are within an area and they would be armed. And now if you want to get a little more expensive. I think, you know, like you could have a teacher armed with a, you know, certain teachers. They'd be like a special locker. It would be secure within the classroom. They'd have to go and use their hand. It would be like biometric scan to a mock, and this would be like a bonus. And then they'd go and use a biometric scan to go and unlock the locker within the classroom. And there would be a, uh, a rifle in there. And this teach and this would be this would be tricky the the rifle because like here's the thing I think what would be useful would be a something like a P90, mm. but maybe like with a three round burst in there. But the problem with that, well, if you could go and coordinate with the police to go and deputize one of the te- a couple of the teachers for this, and this would be like more into the realm of uh, you know fantastical scenarios, but it wouldn't be that hard depending on your state to go and deputize them to use these weapons and be trained in them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you would you would only maybe need like one or two of those. And you would have one of them within the office. There'd be someone within the office who's been trained to go and use it. And I say 90 because that shoots a... Uh, they'd get the armor-piercing ones, like mm-hmm. the actual yes. like a 5.7, that's armor-piercing. They'd they have the civilian ones, and they kind of suck because they don't pierce armor. But these, this is a, a low-caliber rifle. It's very fast, you know, like a personal defense weapon, something like that. And it will not over-penetrate because of the way the 5.7 is designed. But it will still penetrate the armor. It's, it's a wonderful cartridge out there. And that's why you see a lot of, like, Secret Service and um, people like that. Very low recoil round, very low recoil, very fast fire rate. It would be useful, like, and that'd be easier to go and train someone with item because you know the only thing would be like loading that. That'd take a little bit because you have to like load from the top and like they have the that sort of magazine. But you can you know, get that with like a red dot sight, and if it's in a three round burst, you know you just click it a couple times and it, it stays on target pretty easily, and that would. Stay even on if someone target, stay on target, quote. And even if someone would be going into a school with a, um, you know, like an armored vest, they would be at, you know, it'd be very likely that this would penetrate the armored vest, and yeah. it's not. It would. It would be a, a preferable. It'd be a preferable solution now if you cannot afford to get someone, you know, to go and talk to the police and negotiate that. I think something like a. Um, I think just like a regular, you know, like if you want to go and deal with armor piercing, you could use an AR-15 that will penetrate, you know, most armors generally. And if you have someone, because, I mean, it'd be pretty difficult. You probably would have to go and, like, take us out of your car to go and get an AR-15. Like, you know, you're not going to be concealing in the school. And, like, well, at least well, with the armor, you're probably going to, you know, that's going to be difficult. But that's heavy as crap. Yeah. And, you know, especially if you have it everywhere, you know, you so unless it's like maybe the winter, that would be more difficult to go and to go and find those. But even then, people would notice unless he goes like straight to the bathroom. But that would be uh, one solution for that. Like just have them have a team at least, and then you could give other professors like shotgun, you know, other teachers. You maybe you'd have. 
I don't know how many of you do really need. Maybe like a few of them. Definitely, the office needs to go and have one of those, or they need to have like a uh, some sort of bodyguard trained person. But I think in terms of budget, you pro like you could have some in the office. At least one. They'll be like within a uh, at any. Game, be like. There'd be the office, but there'd be like the reception lobby. Then there'd be like a closed office that you wouldn't be able to go and see from the reception lobby, and that office would have bulletproof glass on there, be protected. And there, there'll be at least one person in that room who's qualified to use a, um, you know, like a, a rifle or something at any given time. So that if someone does try to go and come in through the office, that person comes out. And you can go and even if he like shoots up the office, they'd be able to go and stop him. And there will be an emergency button within the office that you click, and all the doors in the school will become locked when you click that button, the panic button. And an alarm will sound within the school. Police department will be notified. And you know if they're like, and they can't undo it unless you put in a special code, which only a police officer knows. Mm -hmm. So that way, you know, it'd be pretty difficult for them to break into the school. I think that's a good solution for um, most of those issues. Cause, and most of these won't be too expensive. Like a panic button, that, that should obviously be in there. Uh, that shouldn't be probably more than like 100 bucks. Like It might be a little bit difficult installing it, but it's basically like a life alert. Yeah. But you can talk to your local police department about that. And the door is not too expensive. Uh, like having teachers who are armed, that could be the only thing would be classes, but they, you might have professors or teachers who already have those classes or who would be willing to go and take them on their own dime. And that would be a cheap solution. And I think. Oh. No, yeah, you keep going. I'll, I'll, I'll get my ideas once you're done. I don't think that'd be too expensive. Like a P90, if you can, if you can work out with the police. You know, you could probably uh, probably be a couple thousand dollars. You'd only need maybe one for every floor. So if you have like a three four a three floor school, that'd be like nine thousand dollars. But when you go and look at it, that's you know it's not all that much money. But then the locker for that would probably be a little more expensive. But I think uh, having a teacher with concealed carry that'd probably be a better solution for most people. And plus, you know, that would also stop people from bringing like knives into the classroom. And, you know, maybe it would stop students from, like, beating the crap out of their teachers. Because I've seen videos of that before. Yeah, that's true. And I think that would definitely be a major part in this. Are your thoughts? Well, I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, basically, the ideas I think we can implement, because uh, this is a big problem. We both acknowledge this is a problem that we, we think we can solve. Uh, and the best ways I've seen is, you need to change the schools, and you need to change American culture. Those are two very big things, so I'm going to have to unpack them each. Well, for this one, I was thinking, like, immediately, non-involving policy. That would be, we could do another one of those another time for, like, okay. the policy sort of things. But this would be, what can a school do right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, school right now, basically, I think what they can do is first... Um, they did this at my high school to some extent, which is, like you were saying, lock the door so nobody can get in from the outside. Now, what my school did is we had, like, high school is they had, all the teachers had swipe cards, so they'd swipe in and get out. Kind of like at Penn State, you do that uh, for, you know, the dorms. 
and that works. But the problem is when you go to the front of the school, you know, to hit the ringer to get buzzed in, they let you in as long as you're a kid and you don't look like a pedophile. That's a problem that needs to change. You need to have extreme vetting where you show like an ID or something that will, you know, that they can swipe into a system. You're still outside the building when you give it to the security guard or whoever's there so that they know who you are. And then once you go through the first door, metal detectors. Have a gun or something, it goes off. And then you're locked in because there will be another set of doors to go into the actual school and you're locked in like this bulletproof glass sort of maybe area. And that would s solve a lot of problems right there. Well, see, here we go to with metal detectors. Yeah, I think if we did, well, they would have the wands, I think. So you come in and then there'll be which, and this is the hardest part, getting people to actually listen to procedure. That's <laughs> traditionally the only people always like ignore that. But yeah, soon comes in, they go and, um, you know, they're going to have a metal detector go through like a little wand because there's more accurate. Yeah, sure. They go and wave it through your backpack. And this would only be done for people who come in not through the regular entrance. And so the people, this would be the case for, you know, anyone who comes in after school and if you're identified as a potential risk. Yeah. Which, you know, that'd be like the Parkland shooter. He was, he couldn't borrow a backpack. You'd have those sorts of people would have to go in through the front door at, you know, they, they won't be allowed to go in through the main entrance. The um, Well, I think you'd have to do it to everyone because you don't know who's going to be the shooter. I mean, some of these cases, yeah, well, you know, but sometimes you don't. Well, you can generally tell with those. You can generally tell with them. But nobody's willing to speak up and say. And then well, when they that's... do, the FBI comes to the kid's house 29 times and nothing happens. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's more policy-based and that, that'll have to be, and that's and that's going to be dealt with another time. I go off on the whole policies that need to be yeah. changed. But I think for this, you know, if you're put, because they generally identify if you're like, you know, some edge lord, you will have to go through there. And I think that's an appropriate way to get into it. If you're, if the kids, you know, you go through the edge lord entry. Yes. Go through the main office. I don't think you need an detector for everyone because that's going to go and cause major problems for people like in the band, people who are in would... sports. That's yeah, going to cause major true. traffic issues, and that's going to be money for and for a problem which statistically is very unlikely to happen. That, that's true. Unless that's these, very true. Most of these issues is with people bringing in rifles, and you can generally like tell, and you could go and have limits on the size of uh, backpacks, I suppose. That's so that a good be, idea. Like you can't have anything like too big, but. I mean, you can go and smuggle things in backpacks, but I mean, I don't yeah. think that's as big of a deal. But these but the are thing like is, big shotguns in fifteens. Entry control is pretty easy to deal with, and that deals with a lot of them. Like Adam Lonson, he went and shot up the the one school. Yeah. yeah. He ended up. He went to his car, and you know, like he he wasn't. He came in during after hours. He wasn't supposed to be there. A lot of these people. Mm -hmm. You know, they come in afterwards to go and get their weapons because they have to, you know, they bring their weapons, they bring their ammo, and you know that's that's one way to go and do it. I don't like. I think for some schools, if you're in a particularly crime-riddled area, there'd be a right one metal detector, and those ones can do it. But I think generally, like budget budget-wise, I don't think metal detectors are uh, that necessary. I think you know because usually you'd have a metal detector if you're 
inner city with a lot of gang violence. Yeah, and they have those that, in like Philadelphia schools. Yeah, that would make sense. But if you're in like the countryside, I don't think that's necessary, except for uh, possibly for in the like office. That mm -hmm. would be where you'd only really have one. That'd only be for you know special cases, but that's not fair. for the average students because that's going to cause major issues with getting people in and out of school. Well, and then what I'll add on to that is part two, which is let's say they get past that or those aren't in place. You have teachers with concealed carry permits allowed to conceal carry in school. Now, before anybody jumps on me, yes, of course you'd have them take tests and they'd be extremely vetted and all that jazz. But that would be the cheapest, easiest way to get, um, you know, a, a, another... Uh, form of protection inside the school that shoots back because these guys always go to places like schools because they know they're nobody's going to shoot back. And if you meant that, it's a very quick, easy way to do it. I'm fully for it. And concealed carry permit holders are some of the safest people in the world. Well, here's another thing too. What if they open carried? <laughs> yes. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a. It could be a bad idea. Well, why would that be? A, like, if they have a retention holster on there, and they're specifically trained on how to deal with that. Well, what do you mean? When you mean open carry, do you mean just for pistols? Yeah, they won't be open carrying rifles. <laughs> okay, good. They'd have they'd have it'd be like a police officer basically, like with a yeah. pistol on. I I wouldn't mind that so much, but I think it could create a problem because the kids might in schools might get distracted by that. So maybe they have to keep it in their desk or something, you know. Well, no, I wouldn't trust that. I think it needs to be on their, like, unless it's within a special locker that is biometric. Because I know how out of hand, like, let's say there's a uh, substitute teacher who comes in. They're usually not as, they probably won't be trained in that. They're, they're well, usually, no, 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 no. I'm saying only when the teacher's there. He would, like, let's say teacher A comes in, you know, with his concealed carry gun. He keeps it in his desk locked up in a certain safe. But, you know, when a sub's there, he's not there, and so his gun isn't there. But you know how people generally are, though. Stupid. And they're going to forget about it. And then, yeah. like, the kids are going to make, ooh. Unless it's, like, locked in there. But then if it's locked, you have to be within quick act. Like, that's why I'm saying biometric, because you can go and do that. It'll scan your finger, like, well, that's pretty why, fast. Well, yeah, that, that's a small detail. My point is, is that it's locked away. That's the but idea. But I think... You know, if it's concealed on their person or locked away, or kids cannot access it, that's fine. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I'd think preferably on their person because if there's a shooter, they'll be able to act. They'll be able to go and quickly use it. And if it's open carry, that has a secondary effect of you know discipline. psychologically. Yeah, discipline. Like people will be less likely to go and punch the teacher in the face if they see him with a gun. Yeah. I, I th yeah, uh, that's something I think that should be tested out. You know, test it in classrooms where it's concealed and you can't see it on their body, and in cases where you can clearly see it open carry. That'd be an interesting thing to study. Very interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another uh, option too would be like maybe an app on the phone that all the, like if all the teachers are on their computer, like a program, and then. You know, if there's an issue, like preferably on their phone, but some teachers don't have phones or they don't want to use it. Yeah. But yeah. let's say it's on the phone, you know, you can turn on the phone and there'll be, a, this would be a general school app. There'd be other things you can do. Like you could theoretically take attendance with it or whatnot. But one of the options would be to go and like 
you click a button and it causes the alarm system to go off. Yes. Like for yes. a school shooter, and they'll and they'll go and record the location so that like uh, everybody knows uh, where it started. Yeah, so they can go and like look for the person over there, and then once this alarm's on, all the school doors become locked. Yeah. You like the classroom doors, they get locked. The teacher can go and open those to go and like let students in, but you can't open it from the outside. Yeah, and I think also you could do like banks do it, where it's you know where you press the button and it immediately calls the cops too. You know. Yeah, that, that yeah, I'd be hooked up to the same one that's in the office that has that like sort of line. Yeah, it immediately and calls the cops and it immediately locks all doors so nobody can uh, get in from the outside. Um, well, no, here's... could that be a problem though? I don't think about no. It. no, I don't think that'd be a problem. Yeah. Well, like that could go on to the second part. Like all the doors, mm-hmm. and then like the teachers could go and open it in, open it to the outside. Because here's the thing: like this, well, this would have to be dealt with another way of how to procedurally deal with this issue. Because you know that that's a whole other thing unto itself. Maybe next next week or whenever we get around <laughs> to it. But another thing too, um, technology-wise, would be interesting. Like you know when when the school like active shooter threat is engaged these there like if you have a lot of money in your when you value stuff like this there's a couple like little bonus things you could have which would be expensive but i think it might help mm-hmm. have like a smoke like a smoke screen or something or like tear gas or something pop up in the hallway you'd have to have those everywhere though yeah that, like this would be this is the bonus the high tech school High tech, you'd have like it'd go and start spraying stuff, so the school shooter would be less likely to go and target people. And then there would also be cameras around the school or microphones at least. Like, well, this is, well, not at least, but like if you want to go and be smart, they'd have microphones, and they'd be set up to a, a network. And so, if there's a shot that goes out, they'll be placed every so often. It could go and you would be able to go and determine where that shot came from. Mm. And then that would go and like every time another shot would go and um, there'd be like a little map somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it would display like a approximate location of where this person is so you could get a better idea. And then you go and like let people get out of a particular area. And then if you really have a lot of them, like, and then you know, you have that sprinkler like system over there. And then there'd be another system in place if you had a real, like, load of money. You know, you're just, like, the super rich school where you would go and have, like, a gate that comes out and it would divide certain parts of the school. He will not so, divide us. He will so not divide us. The gate would start. It would automatically start opening as soon as the alarm gets pressed. Uh-huh. It would section the school off so that way students within the safe areas could go and get out without having to worry about the shooter getting out. The shooter's basically... You know, he starts getting locked into the safe area. He's stuck within the hallway. And there's no way out. Yeah. So then they're kind of stuck. Like, even the bathroom doors will lock. So he's basically a, he's basically a fish in a barrel at that point. A fish in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah so that, I think, that, that's a very, of course, high-tech, you know, utopian, super yeah, wealthy school is, vision. Yeah, because you could but, obviously uh, do a lot. Like you could have freaking turrets and stuff that like. I don't think that turrets that would be a liability problem. No, 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 no. They're like, think of this. They're like artificially intelligent, you know, turrets that like can detect them and like track them, and they like 
have boards to curve around hallways and take it. No, 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 here, no. Oh, well, actually, well, no, I wouldn't do that because if you have a hacker. Yeah, I know, I know. It'd be the craziest shooter. thing in the world. <laughs> that becomes an issue. Like with the, uh, with the segmenting and the gas, you know, you wouldn't necessarily even need to go and use tear gas. You could use just like a regular smoke screen. Yeah. Something like that. Like even like just flour or something to go and distort the vision so they can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot really you could play with, like, because I know there are some schools that are like high tech like this, and it's like nuts, you know. And I don't know and, where they're getting their money. Probably private school, but you know, I well, think well, private schools you generally don't see them getting shot up, and that's that's, that's a that's a policy issue, and that's the same thing with charter schools. Yeah, and that's a policy issue, but you know, we can talk about that more another time. But basically, the reason why is you really can't kick people out of the public school. True. That's a problem. Private schools, you know, charter schools, absolutely you can kick them out. Yeah. You know, the Parkland shooter kept getting kicked out of schools. But you really can't do that in a public school. Which, well, you, you know, can kick them out. It's just it's really rare when that happens. And I think he yes. was kicked out of his public schools. But then he got back in there somehow. Yeah, exactly. So, like, because he couldn't go anywhere else, he's kicked out of all the other schools, so it's like a circus. You know, just like kicked out of one, go to another, kick out of one, go to And then, like, what, you know, in a, in a really idealistic world, what you would do is you find these students who are, you know, bad students, and you just send them to a high-security school that deals with bad students. Yes, yeah. They'd have gun detectives everywhere. Oh, yeah. So you go to go and shoot up the school. Yeah, and you need to, um, also, in the schools, I know this is kind of a, tangent but you gotta stop this culture of um bullying to the point that it makes these kids go nuts like this because apparently this kid was getting bullied in the recent Santa Fe shooting and you know I've always joked that you know bullying's you know it's good for you like it builds you up it builds your confidence but when you do that to the wrong person it comes back to bite you or in this case shoot you so there's also needs to be a school culture change. Well, like I, you know, they they say all the time, "Oh, we're bullies." We really, I don't really know how you can do that. And like, you know, we've had bullying for years, but yeah, school shootings didn't start becoming it like into the vogue for, for at least until like now. It used to be that people bring guns into schools and they'd be fine. Mm. But I think I don't know. Maybe like I was starting to think about this. Maybe the internet has something to do with it because yeah, maybe you, know, you might not associate with people, but then after school. You know, you come home and then, you know, they're on the internet and then they keep, like, calling you names and they'll find, like, nudes of you because you shouldn't be made. You, as a kid, you shouldn't be sending nudes at all, but, yeah. you know, people do it. And then, like, you know, you have all these other op options that they have nowadays that they didn't have back then. And I think they're doing it too harshly now in some states where, like, you know, cyberbullying's like, a huge offense. Which yeah. I don't think you should do that, but I also don't think, I think that's a lot to do with it. It just needs to be discouraged, and I, it's hard to do that because, you know, when you set rules and when people tell you not to do something, there's always that Streisand effect to do what the opposite of what they tell you not to do. You know, it's like, you know, it's it's really tricky. It's just, and like you said, like, there's always going to be, there always has been bullying, there always will be, but... There's there's so many other things, of course, we could do, but you know, you gotta see the signs as to when guys with trench coats are getting bullied and think, gee, this could be a bad 
you know, mix here, something could happen. Well, I think maybe they would need like a anonymous, like way for anonymous tip service. Yeah. But my problem, my problem is that trolled and people people would go and be like, "Oh, this guy's gonna shoot up a school, but he's not." Yeah, exactly. But at least for the teachers, for them to report that. I don't think usually teachers you'd you'd think they wouldn't be in on the drama, but you know, the last shooting shows that even the teachers can bully. But I don't know how much the teacher is actually bullying. Yeah, and that's very rare. Like, that never happened at my schools. And I bet that doesn't happen at many other schools. I mean, we'd have teachers, like, joke with some kids, but, like, we never... Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if. This, but I don't know if like the teacher was actually bullying. Mr. Yeah, we really don't know the full context of it. And that's one of those things where you probably will never know the true story. Yeah, <clears throat> it would be very difficult to go and figure that out. Now, I do think that, like another issue too, which you start seeing more nowadays, is like parents they aren't dealing with their children very well after school. Like back in the day, if you did like if you got suspended or kicked out or you know you got in trouble in school your parents were going to discipline you mm-hmm. nowadays they're like oh the school already punished you so i'm not going to punish you more that's the most stupid thing yeah parents aren't doing their job anymore of parenting because as the teachers aren't allowed to go and do their job they yeah. can't go and, like discipline you like your parents should you know like the only like the one way he can prevent this would be you're not going to like what I'm going to suggest, but, you know, at least for public schools, have them be boarding schools. Ugh. Because here, hear me out. You know, at boarding school, you won't have to go and worry about them bringing guns. You know, how are they going to do that? They're going to be in the boarding school. That's true, but that has a how, lot of other problems. You know, you can go and ensure that all the students have basic environment, you know, like, for, at least for homework, they're basically, since they're all not to be at home, they'll all have the same home environment in that regard. Yeah. There is some advantages, but to me, the disadvantages outweigh it. But that's another debate. But it's an interesting thought. It's an interesting <laughs> thought. I'll give you that. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, because you don't see this, and then, like, you know, you always have the option of, like, cyber school. But I don't yeah. think that's going to be mainstream for another... Ten uh, years. probably 10 years. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. And then what they're going to end up doing is like having a high security school with very few teachers in there and just people to make sure you're not kicking each other's butts. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going to end up becoming. It's just going to be like a place to go. It's not going to be like a traditional school in any ways. Are you with school shootings? You get rid of schools. <laughs> Public schools. Yeah. I mean, I, I looked it up. The only times I've ever seen anything about charter school shootings was like people, like gang members outside the charter schools shot at the sh- charter schools. Mm. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating. It only happens in public schools. Like, that's one of those things like I didn't quite realize until you brought it up. I was like, yeah, it's pretty true. Look it up. Look it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, listeners, like look or, it up. There's like, I think, one or two, but they weren't from, from students of the school. It was like some guy in a truck came and shot at the you know, like they were not in the school. Yeah. And that's because they they can choose who goes in. So I saw they're like, oh, you know, why is it that there's more died in the schools than died in the military this year? I was like, well, let's go take a look at this. There's 1.7 million people in America's military. You know, we're not in any war right now. And of those people, only the best and the brightest, like, you know, if you have, there's a lot of ways that you can get kicked out of the military. They, like, they won't accept you if you have a lot of these conditions. 
in the military. Yeah, yeah. Like schools, they have to let you know everyone in the public schools, even if you have yeah. like you know major mental issues. Yeah, and I understand why that is because well, you know. Have to do something with them. Yeah, you gotta do something with them, and the best way to ensure a you know better society is that everyone's educated and. Well, but at the same time, you got to make sure that people that need help in terms of mental problems are getting help. Well, I don't think they should be going to a regular public school. I think they yeah. should have special schools. And like my grandmother, she was like a short bus assistant for years. Oh, God. And like she would even say that, like, yeah, they shouldn't be going to school. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll do it because of budgetary reasons. So the school has to go and pay them to go to like a – if they're in the school district, the school's responsible for them, even if they're mentally handicapped. Yep. Yeah. The school district pays to send them to a special school. And that's why you see students like go to regular school districts. And that needs to change. You know, maybe maybe for those people, maybe they would do better in the people with certain behavioral problems, certain um, you know, mental issues, disorders, maybe they'd do better in school. The only problem that creates is that now all these screwed up people are around screwed up people all the time. They're not around normal people. And they don't know how to interact normally or be with normal people because they're not with normal people. That's the one big downside to that. Well, I guess you'd have to triage that. Triage? <laughs> yeah, pretty, that's what they did in the military. Like, you know, you'd have people who are... They're going to wait on them. Someone's injured, he can be saved. But it's important that they do it now so they get them first. And there's, like, son who's been, like, he got his, his, like, head chopped off. And, you know, you can't really do anything with that. So they kind of just, they give him some morphine. Mm-hmm. But basically, triage, you know, you'd have the really, the, the head case, they would go into a boarding school. You have the people who can, like, still become genuine members of society. You can have them go to regular school until they become a uh, significant problem. And then you can send them to a specialized school district. And then regular people just go to regular school. That's how you triage it. It could kind of work, maybe. I don't know. Well, you know, like, if you have someone who is completely, like, they're never going to be able to work a job other than a pusher. Like, should you even, why would you even want to send them to public school? Because they'll get bullied there. Yeah. Yeah, like, it'd be just worse for them than anything. I mean, and it's going to be hard on the teachers. Because, you know, if they get into a fight and the parents are not going to want to have to deal with that. And it's just better off to go and send them to a special school district. And especially if they're violent, they need to go into a, I think, a place away from their parents who enabled this violence. They need to go into a, uh, a, dorm, a dorm school, an overnight full-time school. Especially, like, and too, if you have, like, really poor parents who can't really afford to feed you at home, that, you know, if you have a dorm, or not dorm, uh, like a boarding school, I think that'd be beneficial for poor parents. Yes, we're helping poor people too. <laughs> like you know, the Milton Hershey School, they do that. Yeah, that's a good good example. And it's like one of the yeah, that's where a lot. My friend was threatened to go there once by his parents. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, his parents were you know they're pretty poor, so it's probably true. But he never went there. He's a yeah. smart kid. Yeah, good. Well, I, that was a lot of great ideas I think we've come up with. Do you have anything else, final thoughts to add? Uh, no, I think that's pretty good. Tune in next week, guys. We'll see you later.